Welcome to the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. All the information you need to make the most of your fantasy football league with just a touch of sarcasm to keep you from taking yourself too seriously. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this latest episode of the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the show. It's Saturday, March 12th. Boom, hit the post. <laughs> We're in the Dr. Pepper Man Room for another episode of the Cheddar Fantasy Football Podcast. Wayne, Dave, all your information you need to know to make your offseason a little more exciting. Get ready for fantasy football drafts. Get ready for the NFL draft in a few, in about a month, a yep. little over a month. Yep. The draft in Vegas. Is it going to be in Vegas? I thought it was in yeah. Los Angeles. No, in Vegas this year. Oh. So, because um, the one last year didn't go as expected. Last year was in pandemic time. Yeah, but where was it? it was in it, it Cleveland. Was, I no, I I I thought they just did it. Everybody did it from their own. No, that was the year before. Oh, where they all did it remote. Yeah, because remember last year. Uh, Roger Goodell had his little chair out on the stage, and last year, I'm swear to God, last year was Vegas. No, was it Vegas? No, it wasn't. No, Vegas. Yes, is- they had all the plans for the people to be taken out by boat onto the stage and all this stuff. And oh, at at um, at Bellagio. Yeah, it all yeah. and it all got kibosh because of the. I'm swear to God, it was in Vegas. No, it was it was in Cleveland. Okay, or, I don't know. Okay, I'm, you, you I'm do looking little it up. Twitter. You, That's right. You do the search. Speaking of, I accidentally said Twitter because I, <laughs> we have an email from a listener coming up and uh, we'll get to that shortly. But before that, check out the website, cffpodcast.com. Everything we talk about will be up there. We have another bet that Dave has won. Oh, so boy. we'll be we bragging about that one. <laughs> and uh, I don't think we'll be bragging about it. <laughs> this, the check marks and X's are starting to fall in on the Where Will He Play 2022 contest. Yeah, did anybody get Russell Wilson? Yes. Really? Yes, I think there was was one person had Russell Wilson correct. Oh, they got to win the whole thing then. No, they, I think that's the only one they have correct so far. Really? Yeah, well, we'll look. We'll, look, okay. we'll get to that after, after the email. Um, we have news and notes. Uh, we have the Fantasy Girl. She's up there on the website, cffpodcast.com, on the Fantasy Girl page. Also, you got questions, comments, concerns, like our first listener, send us an email, cffpodcast at hotmail.com. Tell us your question. We'll read it and answer it on the air. Or you can use the the Mountain Dew Spark fan line, 414-520-8249. Leave a voicemail or a text message. We'll play it or read it on the air. What was was I right? Cleveland, Cleveland. Yep. was it? Yep. This year's in Vegas. See, sometimes I know things. <laughs> <laughs> that, but it's so so far in between that it's yeah. It was supposed to be in Vegas, wasn't it? I no, know. I I don't remember. I just remember they had all the grandiose plans. Yeah, they were going to behind the behind the big Ferris wheel that they have now. Yeah, that's where the main draft area is going to be in that big parking lot that they built. And then, yeah, they were supposed to do something with a boat going out to the yeah, taking taking all the people out to the stage, and, yeah, for the introductions, yeah. and uh, it, it doesn't yeah. make sense. You know where was the best so far that I liked watching Nashville. Okay, when they had all the streets blocked off and all the all the brides on their their uh, bachelor parties were all pissed off. That yeah, they yeah. get into the bars. <laughs> I can't go. To I the can't. Bar. <laughs> 
get drunk in my sash. I'm getting married. I need to get drunk. <laughs> With that, <laughs> we go to our listener email. It comes from Zach from Campbellsport, Wisconsin. Hey, guys. I'm a new listener. Been listening for about nine months or so. Like the show, but was wondering why you do not have a Twitter presence. I had, I had to look up the whole meaning of Twitter presence. Ah. Uh, or, you know, presence and... Yeah. Well, I mean, like, like, are we getting a gift? Is that what he's saying? Or getting something from Twitter? For- yeah, like a present? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think that's what it meant. No? Oh, no. dang it. <laughs> you may be able to increase your giveaway numbers and listener base. Just a thought. Keep up the good work. This is, again, Zach from Campbellsport. Thank you, Zach, for your, your question. Here's, here's what I did in my old man get off my grass way. I'm like, well, maybe Zach has something. So I went and signed up for Twitter. Do we know how young or old Zach is? Um, well, he's old enough. Well, he's young that he wants us to be on Twitter. Okay. But he's old enough to understand that it's, to use the word presence. Ah, there you go. Right? Well, okay. So 30. So, so he's highly educated, younger person. I'll say in his 30s. What okay. do you think? I was going to say younger. I was going to say maybe in his 20s. Really? Yeah. Although, although I would say probably Zach, right as back. Um, yeah, because I, I, well, I would, I would think that um, probably Twitter is probably more of a thirties thing. Well, and again, maybe it's you know, just it's like, he didn't ask us to be on TikTok. Exactly, that I would have known he was. 20. Well, he doesn't want to see this dancing <laughs> or whatever the hell they do on TikTok. Everything I see on TikTok, oh, it's dances and. But but we may have to we may have to make ourselves available for TikTok because they've raised the <laughs> limit because it used to, it it was. One minute videos. Okay. Now it's three minute videos. Okay. You they're already ra- know more than I do about they're, TikTok. They're raising it to ten minute videos. Shut up. Yeah. Who's gonna want to watch somebody for ten minutes gyrate around on screen or oh, whatever? No, it's, it, but it's it, it, the stuff on TikTok. Is, it's a lot of jibber jabber, goopy, okay, dumb stuff. Okay. So you'll just get longer, goofy, dumb stuff. But it's like it's it's goofy, dumb stuff is only funny for three minutes. Right. It's not going to be funny for 10 minutes. Yeah, you're not a stand-up comedian. Exactly. So I don't know. I'm not, I'm skeptical. Well, uh, like I said, that's already more about TikTok than I've ever known. <laughs> I try to stay on the younger <laughs> trends. Exactly. So regarding Twitter, though, like the, the listener asked, um, I did my homework. I set up a, well... I, because I already took it down because I already got angry with it. <laughs> the podcast had a Twitter presence for 30 seconds. For, for a week. <laughs> At CFF underscore pod oh, okay. was, was what we were going to be. And, uh, well, and is, is it gone, gone, or is it just? You're I, not- I, don't, I, I don't know how that works. I, <laughs> I, I uh, disabled it. So maybe it's still, we'll find yeah. out. Okay. If, if you talk me into doing this back, getting okay. this back up there. And so I, when, when you sign up, you have to like pick people you want to follow. Yep. So I did like the PFFs, like you said, mm-hmm. I did the ESPN, I did the NFL, I did certain reporters. Well, my mistake that's, was that, that's where you doing make your the mistake. reporters. Yeah. That's completely useless. Oh my God. It was like feed after feed after feed of the same exact effing thing. Well, yeah. One, one guy that you're following tweeting, retweeting right. the thing that the other guy that you followed and then just going back and forth. It's like, what are we doing right. here? And then you have, you have Adam Shifty Schefter 
reporting the Aaron Rodgers thing. Then you have Ian Rappaport retweeting it and saying another thing and then putting in his bullshit about a contract being signed and how much it's worth. And it just, it, and again, maybe it's just the people, the, the followers that I was, or the people I was following, but it's almost like a place where journalists hang out. Well, and again, uh, as we talked with that way our, too much time on their hands. Yeah, well, no doubt about that. And Schefter's like tweeting every thirty-seven seconds. It's like, okay, okay, <laughs> like settle cal- down, calm down a little. <laughs> but no, I, I think uh, in in what Zach said about the contests and the yeah. the giveaways and stuff, I think there's a possibility that we could um delve into doing polls and yep, j- just uh, data information. We we don't have to get into the doing a tweet every 30 seconds because okay. you know, the wind shifted oh, from the, you. you know, the North to the South, Okay, but I, <laughs> his hand size is eight and a half. Inches. Yeah. yeah. I was like, who cares? <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think what, what we should do. And, and the sad thing is a year from now, we'll be tweeting every 30 seconds cause we're addicted and Oh God, please don't. <laughs> I think I can't, but I, I think the contests, I think are a, Probably a good idea. We gotta get more people in the contest because you, you'll have yeah, you'll have a broader base. I think, assuming we get followers on Twitter, correct. We can't get our listeners to join a contest now. They actually have to do work and follow if they're even on Twitter. Well, that's the thing is if you're doing a poll or a contest, yeah, you have to be on Twitter. It ha- it has to be super simple. Yeah, because people aren't. I mean, three minutes for TikTok. That's about their attention span. So <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. Well, all right. I'll tell you what. Uh, what is it, Josh? Josh. Zach. Zach. I'll tell you what, Zach. I'm looking at Josh on the. Zach, I'll tell you what. I will put a little more effort into this. I'll, I'm going to give Wayne the, the login if I can get it back. We'll see about getting it back. Yeah. If I can get it back, I'll we'll, we'll see if it actually in. exists out there in the Twitterverse somewhere. <laughs> we'll, we'll get it up on the website, cffpodcast.com, and uh, we'll put the little link up there mm-hmm. so you can click on it and go right to it. Yep. Can't get easier than that, right? Right. Now, can you link? Can you link? And I, this I haven't looked into. Can you link right from Twitter to the the pay, the web page or to any, here? To, anything like that? Uh, Okay, again, I don't know. Stuff we have to what, but what I what I we could do, put our we could put our individual podcasts. I did a link okay. from the from the podcast on Twitter onto Twitter. Oh, and it'll do that. So yeah, that I oh, could do. Okay. So you could just click on there, it'll take you right to the podcast. Oh, see? We're gonna oh. people. <laughs> Thanks, Zach. You're awesome. We will be the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> That's right. Only <laughs> only we won't be as controversial. We'll be way more controversial. <laughs> But about sports, yeah. Well, yeah. We'll we'll keep in a lane. Oh my god! Oh, that's not the right one. That's not the one. Shit! It would have been funny if I would have got the right button. Oh well. Boy, everyone is stupid except me. Yeah, but there. You and go. it is me, Zach. No, me is me. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, we got some. Check marks and some X's on our on our where will he play in twenty twenty two contest. Okay, our leader in, in the clubhouse right now. Three out of four. Three out of four. Yeah, and that's that's Brad from Fairborn, well, Ohio. And I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna call. He's the guy that had Russell Wilson correct. I'm gonna call BS. On right what? Now. 
I, I think you need to scroll back to the top. Okay. There should be no green check mark for Mr. Tom Brady. Tom Brady is retired. When the season starts, then we can say that. But until then, he can sign with the team anytime he wants. I understand that, but here's the problem. We're going to have to have a winner before the uh, Glutton's Guillotine League draft. Well, I think everybody's just going to get a no check mark on <laughs> Mr. Tom Brady. Then. You think so, huh? Well, un- unless he signs a contract with Amazon or whatever other entity is out there looking or to. Or TB12. Yeah, yeah, his own yeah. start his own network. <laughs> um, oh, and can can we digress for one second? Sure, absolutely. Did, did 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 you see the news that I sent you? The horrifying, uncalculable news that I sent you yesterday. Let me see. I know it's on here. Which one is it? Oh, well, about oh oh. Joe Mon- Buck? Monday Night Football is no longer watchable. <laughs> it's going to be even less watchable than it was before. <laughs> exactly. It's. I mean, it can't be. You cannot turn on. Monday Night Football anymore. Joe so. Buck and Troy Aikman will now be your Monday Night commentators. How horrific is that? Uh, although the, the good thing about that is... We don't have to watch have them watching Dallas Cowboys every week. Exactly. And we don't have to have them... The only time they, they do a Packers game on the Packers. is if the Packers are on Monday night. Right. Other than that, we don't have to listen to the dumbass. Uh, so there's a plus for Sunday now. Yes. Now all we have to do is get rid of Tony Romo. What's, and what, he, what is he on? Is he on He's the, on CBS. But is he on the... Um, He's on Sunday because everybody. I mean, everybody's moving around now, so I'm yep. like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to follow and because isn't Al Michaels a free agent now or who's the, the who's the guy that went to Amazon? Was it not Collinsworth? Was it? I, I, I honestly, all that was happening, and I'm like, I'm like trying to follow it. <laughs> no. And then, then I was just happy that Aikman was gone. So, and here's my question with Amazon: Who is are they, they're doing Thursday Night Football, correct? Correct. But it's still going to be on NFL Channel, I hope, correct? I believe so. Hmm. Okay. Well, it better be because if I have to, I refuse to join or subscribe to anything Amazon. Oh, yeah, no. I, I wouldn't, when it was on, uh, what was it? They were putting games on ESPN or whatever. I'm like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not getting cable just for that. Sorry. Amazon announces Thursday Night Football broadcasting. This can't be right. Andrea Kramer and Hannah Storm will call games for the Amazon alternate stream while Joe Buck, that's not right. No, Joe Buck is now Monday night. Uh, yeah. They, they jacked it up on you. Yeah. Andrea Kramer, Hannah Storm. So they're going to be they're going to be on an alt what the heck's an alternate Maybe maybe for all the, uh, the Women's woke. History Month, you can watch uh, Anna Storm and Andrea Kramer. There you go. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Yep. Yeah, like I said, our leader in the clubhouse right now, back to the fun. Uh, Brad, three out of four. Second place. And he got he got the... He got Russell Wilson correct. And that's the guy who said should win it all because getting the <laughs> Russell Wilson one right. Yeah, that was... That was that's, a, uh, that's a good pull. Uh, oh, and somebody actually had Carson Wentz going to Washington. Oh, man. That's another good pull. Yeah. So he's got two. So there's a couple people tied at two out of four. Okay. So there you go. So we got we got some we got some people possibilities. Some stuff happening. Okay. All right. Long, long as I get rid of the gingerbread mold. No, as long as, long as you, you're able to award <laughs> oh, the <yes>. delicious. <laughs> yes, exactly. Ginger. <laughs> 
forgot. Yeah. <laughs> They're an unpaid sponsor. That's correct. <laughs> They're paying absolutely nothing, and they'll get exactly that amount. Oh, man. So there you go. And uh, with that, anything else we need to talk about with the, that kind of stuff? No, I think we're covered. All right. Well, then, you know, what we need to do is uh, we need to do something different. Um, why D- can't I get this right? D- difference, not our. Yeah. No. attention i've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story that's right big news in the nfl people in the biggest news in fantasy football aaron Rodgers, the best quarterback in all of football has announced that he's returning to the green bay packers after that news was made the shefters of the world began their overselling of the news and <laughs> by stating that rogers deal was already signed and worth $200 million on a four-year deal with $153 million guaranteed. Now, as usual, much like Schefter did on draft day last mm. year. Can't help himself. Nope, nope. When he did an aggregate, or, uh, what did he say? It was it was an aggregate? No, it was a it was a collection of, of, of news stories. Oh, yeah. That yeah. made him say that Aaron Rodgers wasn't going to be back. Yeah, what, what made him say it is he thought somebody else was going to break it before him. Yeah, so, yeah. so I, bet, I better put this out there even though I don't know shit. Yes. <laughs> um, that he, 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 and then you have the thing about Aaron Rodgers reportedly saying he wants to be the top paid player in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, Although surprisingly, he just signed a two hundred million dollars. He did not sign the contract yet. I heard. I saw it on the news. It I saw it on the news. It that, must be true. That's true. Adam Schefter said so. That's Ian right. Rappaport said so. I saw it. <laughs> NFL insiders are point, pointing it out. So I, it's true. Even though Aaron Rodgers came out in person to the person uh, that he actually broke a, the story he's with, a liar. He doesn't know his own finances. <laughs> no, he's a liar. <laughs> he's trying to get out of paying taxes. Rodgers said it's categorically false. Uh, this is this is also uh, Rodgers told Pat McAfee that he has agreed to come back to the Packers and that the For two sides here the two sides are working on a contract that is salary cap friendly in order to allow the team to make make it easier to sign other players who have their contracts up for renegotiation. So he's made a complete switch in his um his uh negotiation ploy where he wants to always be the highest paid player. He's suddenly going to make it cap friendly for when the When did team. he ever say that? He, he doesn't have to say it. Actions speak louder than words. And what actions were there? He signed the highest paid contract the last two times. Well, he every quarterback that's going to be signing is going to be signing the highest paid quarterback. Um, I, I beg to differ because I believe Tom Brady did not get the highest paid contract when he went to Tampa no, Bay. Not in words, but he got the most money. I'm just saying he's either. Oh, stop. He's either smarter than Aaron. Oh, God. Or that's he's impossible. He went to Michigan. He's much more team friendly than Aaron. Well, where did Aaron go to junior college and to the University of California, Berkeley? OK, same thing. And he is already the smartest man in any room he walks into. Uh, I'm going to. Except with Bill Belichick. Oh, good pull by you. There you go. OK. All right. See, I'm, I'm not. I'm not just a total shill for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> not total. 
I've also heard uh, those talking heads calling Aaron Rodgers selfish and money hungry, still believing their own press saying that he wants to be the top paid player in the NFL, regardless of the fact that Aaron Rodgers keeps coming on and says, that's not true. None of this is done. I've never said I want to be the top player. I, I, yeah. I, again, I'll, I'll say actions speak louder than words. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. When the contract comes out. Yep. Uh, you know what? I, you know what I want to hear? You know what I want to hear? I was right and you were wrong. I'm going to sing the I was right song. That's what I want to hear. So, so you're going to apologize to me? No, I'm. I want people saying you were right, Dave. You were right. If 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 it comes out where he is not, if he is not the highest paid player, well, he's going to be the highest paid player. He's the I'm, best player well, in the NFL. I'm just saying, if it comes out where he's not the highest paid player, and or and it or. is a it, it is a team friendly deal, meaning that the cap hit doesn't kill him this year yeah. and doesn't kill him in the future, okay. then I'll say, okay. Well, I mean, it's going to kill him sooner or later if he stays with the team for the full four years. Well, I've, what I've been hearing is it might be up to an eight-year contract. Oh, really? Yeah, that they're going to stretch it out so that they can dibble-dabble it. Well, because, you probably could play for eight more years. Well, I mean, logistically, the NFL can't say, oh, that's not possible. Yeah, that's true. Anything's possible. Any, anything is possible. <laughs> Everything's not probable, Correct. but anything is possible. <laughs> Correct. Uh, uh, the, so back to calling Aaron Rodgers selfish. These are the same guys that are constantly calling Kyler Murray a hero. Kyler Murray, Mr. Selfishness personified. Mm, true. Yeah. So go figure. We move but, on. But now, now, now see, in that regard, I would give Kyler Murray some credit. Why? He's not trying to hide it. He's not. Pre- That's true. He's not That's, pretending like he's well, not selfish. But you're still. Ass- They're all oh, selfish. God. You're still assuming that Aaron Rodgers is is deep down completely different than what he's portraying in real life. Well, in in every action that he's done thus far with the team, okay, you still over haven't 18, named me an action. I just did. What his last two contracts. Well, what, what was wrong with his last two contracts? Did he did he go out there he, saying he they, wanted those two contracts? They, they were not team. Oh, you can't. They're not team friendly. They're not team friendly. They are not team friendly because otherwise he wouldn't have to renegotiate them. He's not renegotiating. His contract is up. No, no. He he renegotiated both his last two contracts. Okay. to extend them. See, this is hard to do on on the podcast, but I have my hand up. Wait, I have to ask a question. Wait, wait, wait. There's a visual here. I have to ask a question. Dave wants to ask a question. Go ahead, Dave. How many times every year, actually, the, the answer to that is once every year, did Tom Brady renegotiate his contract to make it more team-friendly so the team could spend more money on other things? But he didn't. Every year. But he did not begin the year as the highest-paid player. No, he couldn't because he was he was getting all his other money from his his uh, sponsorship deals and all his bullshit. He was oh, getting, wait a minute. Wait he a minute, was getting wait a his money. Wait a minute. So he was getting sponsorship deals. So that precludes him from signing the biggest contract in NFL history? Absolutely not. Well, that's what you just said. Uh, no, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying is you're you're acting like he isn't getting his money. He's, no, 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 no. He's ne- getting his money. Never said that. Oh. Never, never said he wasn't getting his money. Dude, said, I mean, what if you, I knew you were going to be the, you, like you this. Know, you know Aaron's getting paid at least $10 for all those billboards up in Green Bay. <laughs> the, the show is Ugly Hairstyles. For Bergstrom. Yes. <laughs> Car dealership. Yes. <laughs> the worst billboards in the world. Why are you doing that? It's ridiculous. Uh, he also wore a brown corduroy suit. I know. The- he looks like a pedophile or a, oh, a, or 
allegedly, <laughs> the, the the opinions in whatever it was. Oh, made come on. By- You're telling me that porn mustache? I mean, come on. <laughs> Oh man, he's I mean, no Gardner Minshew. He's he's dating Hollywood stars and uh, sports stars. You Tom think Brady that, is married to a supermodel. Oh, well, I get it, but how does Aaron not have somebody tell him that he looks like a dumbass? He doesn't care what people think. Oh, that's a problem. Like he said on, on on the Pat McAfee show, "I've learned to give less fucks." I didn't hear that one, but okay. Yeah, it was one of his books in his book club. Okay, these. The, uh, the, the, not silent or the, the subtle art of giving less fucks. Okay. All right. I give him credit for that. All right. I give him credit for that. So anyways, you ready to move on? Or are we going to keep trying to <sighs> well, this prove is, me this, that say I'm telling me I'm wrong when, this, when this, I'm right? This is, this would be a four hour episode <laughs> and, and you'd finally break down crying in the end. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's <laughs> not true. So as you know, once the golden domino falls, all the other dominoes begin to tumble. Correct? Okay, you're gonna have to help me with this. And what's the golden domino? That's That'd be fall? Aaron Rodgers. Okay, the going, signing the contract. Uh, yeah, okay. not, he has not signed the contract. No, no, I'm just saying. Well, you said when they fall, when well, the golden mean... domino falls, Aaron Rodgers making his decision. Oh, okay. That starts all the other dominoes falling. Okay, right? Yes. So after Aaron Rodgers said his. His set stage for the NFL free agent time. The Denver Broncos went and spit the bit by giving away their whole future for a short and not very good quarterback. That's right, Russell Wilson. Well, well that's who they wanted all along. <laughs> yeah. So let's just wait till after Aaron Rodgers makes his decision, and then we'll make the deal. According to them, that's what they wanted all along. <laughs> Russell Wilson was immediately traded uh, or for the, se- the second Aaron Rodgers was off the board. Denver ended up giving away, well, everything. Two first-rounders, two second-rounders, a fifth-round pick, Drew Locke, Shelby Harris, and Noah Fant. And didn't they give away a fourth-round pick, too? No, they they, they ended up getting back Russell Wilson, a fourth and a fifth. Oh, fourth and a fifth? Yes. Okay, I didn't hear about the fifth. Yeah, that was added later. Okay, oh, okay. Yeah, because it wasn't quite even. <laughs> is, is it amazing what you'll give up to go from having the fourth best quarterback in a division to the third best quarterback in a division? Now, I, I just want to say this. For anybody out there that bitches and moans about <laughs> trades in fantasy, fantasy football, football, shut the hell up. <laughs> You're being not fair? Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> what they just gave up for Russell Wilson, read. Ridiculous. Well, and it's going to get even worse when when the well, we'll get to that when we get to that. Okay, but there's a little teaser <laughs> when the alleged sexual assaulter ah, gets traded. Yes, oh, amazing. Could be, yeah, could be something to talk about. Or, or how about how about this trade when when the town pool falls off after the the best quarterback in football makes his decision? The Washington Commanders went and made a deal. For Carson Wentz to be their next quarterback. Who who they just could have picked up for free once he got once cut. Once he got cut. Yeah. I, I never understand that stuff. They gave up a 2022 third-round pick and a 2023 third-round pick that could be converted into a second-round pick based on player performance. So it's going to be a third-round pick. Yeah. And then the two, <laughs> the two teams also swapped 2022 second-round picks. So... 
uh, the commanders ended up moving up a couple picks or something. <laughs> something completely useless. <laughs> Went spent just one season in India after the Colts shipped a first rounder and a third round selection to the Philadelphia Eagles. So when we were talking about getting your value back out of like yeah. the Jordan Love situation, yeah, here's a perfect example of yeah. you gave yeah. up a first and a third. Well, it started off as a second and became a first. Okay, so a first and a, what are they? Third. And a third. Yeah. And they ended up trading him for a second. A second. Well, swapping seconds. Well, a third. A third and a third. A third and a third that could become a second. Yeah. Wow. Your value is going the wrong way, Carson Wentz. <laughs> Wentz was underwhelming for the Colts, and Indy ended up shipping him back out for even less than they gave up to get him. Well, Washington sees in this guy beyond me. Rumors state that Wentz was never liked or, re- liked or respected in the, from the second he showed up in Indy. Later on in the season, some grew frustrated with what was described as a lack of leadership, a resistance to hard coaching, and a reckless style of play, which was evident in the last game against Jacksonville mm-hmm. that they just needed to win to make the playoffs. Is, is he a ginger? Yes. Okay, there you go. He's red. Enough said. <laughs> we love redheads. <laughs> yes, we do. Reports also stated that, uh, much like his final days in Philly, Wentz learned of the frustration in Indianapolis with him and called for a meeting with team owner Jim Ursay to clear the air, and the meeting was rejected. (laughs) So I cannot wait to see how this marriage works out in probably one of the most dysfunctional teams in the NFL, Washington. Ron Rivera, the take-no-bullshit coach. It's like, oh, that's not going to go well. Ron, I'd like to have a meeting. (laughs) No. (laughs) This leaves the Colts as yet another team in need of a quarterback, and the rumor is that they are interested in Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, Talk about going from the furnace into the fire. Yeah, I mean. This is a guy who, what, just had surgery on his throwing shoulder? Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. Well, it's Indianapolis. They just seem to not have a knack for doing anything right. Right. Well, except for drafting Jonathan Taylor, that or was Jordan brilliant. Love, when the Packers drafted Jordan Love, that was a beautiful pick. Okay, for the future. Yeah. So okay. So how long is Aaron playing here? Well, you know, it's kind of like I, so we, I, we have to we have to give up. We have to decide on his fifth year. I option. brought it up. I'm sorry, listeners. We we have to decide on his fifth year option at the end of this year. No, because this is only year three. That's when you have to decide on their fifth oh, year it? option. Well, here's the thing. I look at it this way. Do you remember back when Aaron Rodgers was drafted? He sat on the bench for three years behind Brett Favre. And it was after that third year okay. when the Packers were realized that we have a stud. This guy is smarter than our coaches. Or we'll let Brett Favre go. Or they got tired of Brett Favre's bullshit. No. Much like they should be getting rid of tired of no. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers', Rodgers is bullshit. Not doing bullshit. And he's um, giving less fun. Oh, Aaron Rodgers fell to them at 20-something. They didn't trade up and give up a fourth-round pick to pick him. Oh, boy. Hmm. And, oh, by the way, he hasn't played. Oh, he's played one game. Uh, I can't remember. Oh, yeah, they lost. And they scored, um, I think, what, six points, ten points? I can't remember. They, they lost by what? Was it 13 to 12? Yeah. Or, what, it, yeah. To Kansas City? Yeah. One of the best teams in the AFC? And and they they almost uh, won that game. Kansas City wasn't 
one of the best teams in the league at that point. At, at that point, it's oh, irrelevant. It's irrelevant. 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 <laughs> what matters <laughs> is irrelevant. <laughs> the truth is irrelevant. Don't don't be bringing up facts and figures. That's irrelevant. <laughs> we will only deal with science here. No. Science. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Don't you hate it when your own words come back to haunt no, you? No, I'm I'm right about this. <laughs> It's like I keep hearing about how Jordan Love played horribly. He did not. He played horribly. He played like a first game rookie quarterback would yeah, play, which was horrible. No, they almost won that game. Not because of him. Oh, absolutely. Oh no, he is the leader of that offense. Defense, offense. Defense he was the was, leader of that offense. Defense was the only reason they were even in that game. Well, but that doesn't count. When when <laughs> when Tom Brady wins okay. the Super Bowl with Tampa Bay and the defense wins the game, I keep hearing about how Tom Brady was spectacular. When Russell Wilson wins the Super Bowl. I keep hearing about how it was all Russell Wilson when in fact it was the Legion of Boom. Okay. So you can't have that argument and then say in this case of the Packers game, it wasn't the defense. It was the defense in both those other cases. I know, but it's they the keep defense. saying that it wasn't the defense, that it was Tom okay, so, Brady and Russell Wilson. So are you just going to be a stooge and buy into what they're saying? No, and I, I just use the facts as they are presented to me by everybody you, else. You twist the facts. No, <laughs> no, I use the facts that are used by everyone else. I ignore I ignore the actual facts and go with the same thing everybody else uses. Your your twisting of the facts does more damage than all the hurricanes in in the the history have done. Oh, my God. So I know we've been talking about Pat McAfee's show a lot on this podcast so far, but um, what I need you to do. When it's it's good stuff, you can. What I need you to do sometime when when you're on your break. Okay. When you're driving. Well, I don't get a break, so. You get eight hours, don't you? I had to drive for 11. I have to take a half an hour mandatory break, but I'm always in a dock somewhere. So Okay. Well, here's what you need to do while you're on your break. (laughs) (laughs) Just ignore the facts. (laughs) Completely ignore them. It's okay. When you're on your eight-hour break. Well, I'm (laughs) okay. When you're not sleeping during your eight-hour break. Uh, Well, that's never. Okay. okay, okay. (laughs) I fall asleep waiting to take my break. I'm a worker. (laughs) That's right. I need you to do a search on YouTube. Put in the words Pat McAfee, Mike McDaniel. Mike, oh, Mike McDaniel. Okay. Yep. Oh, it is going to be the best 45 minutes of your life. Really? My new favorite head coach at the NFL. Bill and, Belichick takes a little step down. And where where is where is Miami? Oh, he's a new Miami coach. Yeah, he's the, oh. the multicultural, multiracial okay. head coach of Miami. So did he get a pick for that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how how <laughs> How the Jim Crow rules were in the NFL. <laughs> Nobody explained it to me. I don't know. Or they tried to explain it to me, and I just didn't. And it's like, eh, okay. And I don't know if it was just what he was doing on the show, but he sounded like a college stoner. Really? Oh, my God. Huh? He he looks and talks like some 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 university frat kid who who went to a Miami Dolphins head coaching interview on a dare and actually got the job. <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny one and then, you know during the show on when it's on live on on youtube they, they have the little comment section where people can write comments while the show's going on i've never watched the show okay sorry well, they have the listeners you can write comments like okay. it's a little chat room type thing and they they show it on screen yeah okay well they're not pat doesn't get to see it during the show but the producers are watching it yeah but one of the listeners actually said 
Brian Flores is going to use this appearance as evidence in his case against the NFL. Really? <laughs> well, it was a joke, but oh, okay. it's because like, what? How did he get this job? Oh, but there you want, you want some little fun listening time. Uh, there you go. Okay. Move on to Atlanta. Oh, wide receiver. Calvin Ridley has been suspended for at least the 2022 NFL season after it was found out that he had been gambling on football games. Apparently, the mental health problems that uh, was keeping him from playing wasn't enough to keep him from looking for some sweet action on a football weekend. According to the NFL commissioner, the activity took place during a five-day period in late November of 2021. Okay. Right? And much like the news that was broke on Aaron Rodgers, the sports talking heads have gone off their rockers. Talking heads like Emmanuel Acho, the guy who we're supposed to believe is Mr. Mr. Equity and Equality for all black people. Okay. Um, he said that he has uncovered video evidence that shows Ridley was uh, throwing games. Oh, for God's sakes. No, the video evidence is a joke. It was looked like it was put together by Emmanuel Acho. Like he went to some video editing class on his own. And now, in it. in English, that's Emmanuel Eight. <laughs> no, that's Ocho. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> sorry. Like Ocho Cinco. Oh, sorry. Yeah, like one got that no, wrong. 85, 85 Ocho Cinco. <laughs> uh, now you won't be able to ever hear him again without thinking he's Emmanuel Eight. <laughs> So, yeah, between he thinks that uh, Calvin Ridley was throwing games and the fact that he said that while he doesn't think that this is bad, that players should be able to vote on their team winning. Gamble on their team. Gamble on their team, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, you know my stance on that. I think it's uh, terribly hypocritical (laughs) of the NFL to have, to be in bed with, both liquor and gambling and then try to forbid their players from partaking. It's like, yeah, it's, I don't know. And then turning around and saying that, Oh, we're not going to test for marijuana and actually (laughs) an illegal drug. Exactly. Well, it's, it's, it's legal in States. It's not legal. No, it's legal. It's no, no, it it is. They're they're too lazy. No, no. Enforce the the law. No, no. The state said it's okay. States. Well, yeah. Yeah. So it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The federal government doesn't mean yeah. anything. They also said Aaron Rodgers signed a four-year, $200 million contract. <laughs> oh, we don't know that yet. <laughs> no, because nothing's been done. <laughs> Anyways, back to Ridley. That's what, let's stay focused, people. Squirrel! Squirrel. We're not 16-year-old girls. Focus! Now, unlike Emmanuel 8, who said that he has evidence of Ridley throwing games, I actually say that there's evidence that this actually was Calvin Ridley's first and only bet on fa- on football. More than likely. He made three bets. A three-team parlay, a five-team parlay, and an eight-team parlay. All those bets included Atlanta to beat Jacksonville. Okay. I don't know if he went with the point spread or if it was just a money line. Okay. I don't know if Ridley well, knows that either. It would have Probably had to been point spread because money line would have been Atlanta would have been favored. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Well, yeah, yeah. Have to go back and look, right? True, true. I wonder if I would have made that bet. 
Ooh, maybe you we did. Should, oh, I, I erased maybe, all the bets. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to say, we, just go back and check. We know if you made that bet or not, Calvin Ridley. <laughs> and so likely the first bet, because the first thing that shows that it was probably his first bet was that he allegedly told people that he put $500 down on the bet and he saw what his payout would be and it was over a hundred some thousand dollars. And he said to them, oh my God, this is easy money. Yep. Not realizing that <laughs> yeah, you, you need eight teams to win. Well, you, you, you realize that the, it's the first time he's, he's made a bet when he puts it in his own name. <laughs> well, and again, you're, here's the thing I don't understand. You're at the casino. Yes. Why are you betting on their app? Exactly. Go up to the window. Yeah. No one's going to know you're Calvin Ridley. Well, they'll know they'll know you're probably somebody. How? Cuz you're making Cuz he's big, he's cut, he's Yeah, that's I mean, true. You're going you're going to know he's somebody, but you're not going to know who he is necessarily. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I can't tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> Like, when he said like, that he knew he was somebody because he was big and cut, and I was going to tell my story about the YMCA, and I, I can't. Okay. It'll be a cliffhanger. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll tell you when we're not on the air. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Anyways, um, so not only does this news hurt Calvin Ridley, it also looks like it's going to hurt the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, yeah. Where it is that the Philadelphia Eagles were trying to make a trade for him prior to this news coming out. Actually, it helps Philadelphia because if they would have made that deal, yeah. and then the news came out, then he's sitting out for. Oh. What, could they just out could of they have negated the deal? Yeah, could the NFL have said no deal. deals off? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Again, you know, we're we're talking about uh, fantasy football deals, yes. where all of a sudden a guy gets traded, and then he comes up lame or you know hurt yep. or, or suspended or something. Not but my fault. They love you. That's why it's called fantasy. <laughs> that is correct. I think. Finally, in the what the hell is going on in this country department, Deshaun Watson mm. can allegedly sexually assault 22 plus women and not face criminal charges. That news came down Friday when the grand jury decided not to pursue charges against the Houston Texans quarterback. They refused <laughs> to, f- to press charges. Okay. Well, refuse. Nice. That's stronger language. <laughs> Just saying. Doesn't All, make those 22 women feel very good. Although the civil case continues, it now looks like a team will be able to safely, well, maybe. Yeah, safely. Maybe safely acquire Watson through a trade with Houston. Um, and then I also heard that he is still possibly on the hook for the NFL's conduct policy. So he might be missing some games, even if he does get traded. <laughs> what a boob. So if you're going to trade for Deshaun Watson, one of the things you have to do as a civil service is to send letters to all your freelance female massagers Ah. and uh, let them know that they need to start packing some heat. And if they're ever better find out what city he's going to, if they're ever called to a random hotel to to service a celebrity client, (laughs) One of the teams that remains in contact with Houston is the Carolina Panthers, along with the Seattle Seahawks, who, you know, just got rid of another troublemaker to bring in possibly this troublemaker. Yeah. Oh, I would, I would, I have him in the, um, the CFL league. Do you? 
I, w- I picked him up at the end of the season just, just for shits and giggles. Half of it. And if he goes to the right team, like if he went to Pittsburgh yeah, with all their wide receivers. Can you imagine, would Pittsburgh make that deal? I don't think Pittsburgh can afford to make that deal. They're in cap problems. Yeah. But if, if you know, a, as we know, cap money's magic. <laughs> There's no sense. <laughs> it's just something that's written on paper. Yeah, that didn't mean anything. <laughs> but, um, yeah, if, if he were to go somewhere decent, like like if he would have gone to Washington or, um, you know, Denver. Yeah. And remember, we still, we don't know if anything's changed on this, but Houston still thinks they're going to get three first-round picks for Deshaun Watson. Yeah. I don't know. I, you know, that's I, that's a good question. What do you think his his value has got to have taken a pretty big hit? I mean, plus plus the teams that have already taken themselves out of the market yeah. by trading for quarterbacks right. reduces the pool, plus the teams that have said, if you believe what the teams say, we're not interested. Oh, we're not, you know, we're not going to trade for him. We're, we're sticking with Tua or we're sticking, you know, <laughs> we're, we're sticking with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. And I'm hearing Mitch Trubisky going to the giants. I heard giants. I also heard, um, Pittsburgh. No, I, I heard Indy. Oh, that would make some sense. Yeah. But, to the Giants. How, how could Trubisky be any worse than Wentz was? Right. Yeah, he couldn't be. And he's in much, fact, he's probably better because he won't be a dick in the clubhouse. Nah, possibly. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, to the Giants. So you have Trubisky and you have Daniel Jones. Who's your starter? Well, uh, uh, what what I've read was that if they do get Trubisky, and all more and more signs are pointing that way, that it'll be a full blown quarterback competition well i mean i mean i might be able to make it a second, quarterback competition you know, with daniel jones second stringers <laughs> i mean i don't know but you know yeah i guess, I guess you play you you pray that one of them has a epiphany and i was i was actually talking with dan this week and he brought up a thing about all this free agent stuff in action is is proof that the nfl needs to expand two more teams okay that there's too many players out there that belong starting oh yeah that aren't okay so and then yeah i suppose when you think about the quarterbacks themselves but now you're not you know two years ago we were saying how oh there's too many good quarterbacks yep now we're looking at teams like seattle um well the giants are one pittsburgh um new orleans new orleans tampa uh, bay tampa there's a lot of teams that don't have a quarterback. Houston, and they're options. oh, they have they have Owen Mills. Owen Will, yeah, Owen Mills, yeah. <laughs> Owen Mills, he's gonna be good. <laughs> he paints a hell of a portrait. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh yeah. So there you go. Um, you ready to move on? Well, I do have one question. As long as we brought Dan up, okay. So has has Dan changed his mind about the? You got to build around a young quarterback. Now that the the Rams have proven that you need to build around established, experienced players, so has he come off of that? Or again, much like with Tom Brady, much like with Russell Wilson, the Rams won the Super Bowl because of their defense. 
Oh, no, no. Stafford would have been MVP if it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers, the true MVP. For Cooper Cup being, no, for the Super Bowl. Oh, the Super Bowl. Yeah. If it wasn't for Cooper Cup, you know, coming up with those fantastic catches on balls that were thrown by, oh, yeah, Stafford. Yeah, bad throws. You you don't make fantastic catches on good throws. I'm just saying. You do not make fantastic Um, catches. All I remember is in the stat report, it said he completed a lot of passes. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, all right. Cincinnati. If you can touch it, you can catch it. <laughs> we move on, people. <laughs> You'll have to ask Dan that question. Okay. I'm just curious. I'm just curious if he's changed his mind because I actually heard it. The reason I brought it up is I, I heard a talking head on the way in today. Yeah. Sitting and spinning his wheels about how teams, it, it's, a new, it's a new era in the NFL. Teams can't build around a young quarterback. Young quarterback. Oh, so they, now no more the running quarterback? Oh, no, still running quarterback. Okay, okay. But they got to be older? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Old, the older running. Yeah. So it's like fast walking quarterback. Exactly. <laughs> but I, I, just, I just thought that's, it's interesting. It's like, okay, that took all of like a month. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the game was, wasn't even completely over yet, and Matthew Stafford was being put into the Hall of Fame. So. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. There you go. Uh, we move on, though. It's time for our top 10 list for this episode. Oh, yes, yes. The 2022 second-year fantasy breakout stars. And, are, and and as I told you. You, you changed it up a little bit? I took liberties. Okay, that's fine. I, you'll probably think I did, too. <laughs> we, we start with number 10. My number 10, mm. Nico Collins, wide receiver, Houston. Like most of the rookies from this last season, Collins had some of his best moments late in the season. There were very few scoring opportunities for Texans players, whether they were veterans or rookies, but Collins showed enough talent to warrant a shot as the team's number two receiver for 2022. Now, now, now don't get too excited. <laughs> this is the Houston Texans. So keep your expectations low. Either way, there are many different roads for the offense this year as they all lead to Nico Collins getting bigger opportunities in his second season with Houston. Boom. He was on my list. And you took him off? Well, I mean, because we had to only do 10. Oh, okay. So he was... And he, was and he does have Owen Mills top throwing... Top 20? He does have <laughs> Owen Mills throwing the ball this year. So um, I, I had to take him off. My uh, number 10 guy is uh, Rondale Moore from okay. the Arizona Cardinals. All right. Uh, expanding Moore's role and route tree is going to take uh, be the key to any potential breakout for the 2021 20, season. And... The first thing his coach said at the end of the season was, we've got to get more and more involved. More and more. More and <laughs> more. Uh, he's 5'9", 180 pounds, and was a was really the sole underneath weapon for Arizona this past season. Cliff Kingsbury's offense um, is run by those underneath concepts, and Moore was productive on them. So it's the quarterback or the um, wide receiver screen, mm-hmm. the slant across the middle, that kind of stuff. Um, and Moore was productive with the, those routes with a 70.7 PFF grade. Pro, f- pro, pro football focus? Focus, yes. Um, 7.9 yards after the catch per reception, 13 broken tackles on 59 catches. Uh, in order to build on that, uh, Moore's 1.3 yard average depth of target will need to grow. So they need to throw him the ball yeah. a little more downfield. But will Kyler Murray be able to do that? Well, 
since since Kyler, you know, <laughs> since the coach and the GM have gotten their new contracts, and inevitably Kyler will get his. And you're going to lose AJ Green. Oh, you, speak, and speaking of the new contracts, remember when they were talking about how the owner wouldn't give them their bonus for the playoffs? Yep. Turns out those are not guaranteed. Oh, I know that that the head co- or the owner team doesn't have to give you the bonus. Exactly. Well, that's like that's why uh, Tom Brady in the playoff game ran back out or uh, was supposed to come off the field. Okay. Put on his helmet, told me he wasn't coming off the field. He went back out on there and threw a, immediately threw a pass to Gronkowski to get him his bonus. Okay. Because he knew otherwise he wasn't he getting was it. He wasn't going to get it. Yeah. Oh. Number, actually, I have Ron, I have Rondale Moore coming up on my list at number three. Oh, okay. oh okay. wow. So okay. there you go. But, yeah, he's on my list too. Okay. Number nine for me, Keyshawn Vaughn running back Tampa Bay. Buccaneers are going into 2022 with both Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones hitting free agency. I would expect Tampa to resign one of those two guys, probably Fournette. Uh, and even with that happening, Vaughn is going to see a big increase in action as the clear number two back on the team this year. The who other, think, who you think is be the number one back on the team? It would probably be uh, Leonard Fournette. I think he's gone. You don't think they're going to sign him back? No. So you think him and Ronald Jones are gone? I think both of them are gone. Well, then I would think. Keyshawn yeah. Vaughn would be a number one guy. Yeah, even more. Yeah. Which would mean I would have to move him up from number nine. But I'm going that they're going to keep one of those two veterans. Okay. That, so. uh, either way, Vaughn's going to see a big increase in action as the clear number two back on the team, maybe even a number one back. The other more than possible option is that Tampa, being hindered by salary cap limitations, decides against paying up at the running back and getting rid of both of them like we talked about. And giving Vaughn that shot at number one. Very good shot at being Tampa's three down back this coming season. Keyshawn Vaughn. Fair enough. All right. I got Mr. Devontae Smith. Okay. Now, he would have been a breakout candidate this had year. Had they had a quarterback? Had they had a quarterback and had they had an offense that actually allowed them to go to the receivers downfield. Uh, Smith silenced uh, the critics that doubted him, his durability at the Pro 11, playing all 17 games, as well as the Eagles' postseason outing. The only problem holding him is back now will be the offensive design, which is skewed more run-heavy as the year went along. And uh, when the targets are there, Smith can produce. So... I expect them to at least balance the offense, mm-hmm. and hopefully Smith. I mean that, that's why I have him down at nine. He'd be much higher if I knew that they were going to throw the frigging ball. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the whole thing. <laughs> Number eight for me, Kadarius Tony, wide receiver, New York Giants. As simple as this: a first round rookie catches uh, sixty balls for two hundred sixty seven yards in two weeks, and that's something that makes you take notice. The problem is that Kadarius last year was that he seems to show some diva tendencies. Mm. Remember that? Yes. For the Giants that came out and came to the team with a checkered pass from Florida where he was detained, not arrested, just detained, <laughs> after Gainesville police found Kadarius Tony with an airsoft gun that he had pointed, that he had painted to look like an AR-15 oh. and then was pointing at individuals on campus. Uh he made excuses for bad practices with Giants, saying his cleats were the wrong size. Practiced barefoot after the whole shoe story broke out. 
Um, then there were always the stories in New York news about Tony being unhappy with his role with the team. Uh, you're you're going to need to overlook some of those things. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not not lying. I'm at number eight <laughs> for reasons. <laughs> but he does have speed and the ability to change direction, and that's uh, more than enough to help you forget about some of those other problems. Kadarius Tony, number eight. Okay. I am going with Trey Lance. Oh, okay. If we're talking about uh, situations built for a quarterback to succeed, there isn't a better one than what Lance will be walking into next fall. He'll have George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, and Debo Samuel to throw to. That's a pretty good combo. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, and that, you know that makes up one of the league's best offensive lines in front of him. And Kyle Shanahan calling plays. If a quarterback can't hack it there... Well, he, he can't, can't hack, hack it anywhere. anywhere. Bingo. I thought that was New York, not San Francisco. No, you know, oh. same. It's all the same. <laughs> Big city. In two starts last season, uh, Lance earned middling passing grades of 65.9 and 64.9. Kidding, considering he played only one game the year prior and won't turn 22 until May, he looks poised to make considerable strides next season. And remember, his throwing wasn't great. No. But their offense is predicated on running so that's I, what he's i i i have a feeling he's going to be the african-american version of carson wentz from north dakota state you think yeah see i don't know i i think san francisco screwing up thinking oh we know more than you do let's let's take this guy instead of the actual stud mac jones i don't i i don't i just feel like he could be the surprise breakout. This okay, year. I, I hope you're right. But I still, I still have more because okay. I'm a little scared. Okay, scared. <laughs> Move on, number seven for me, Ramondre Stevenson, running back, New England. He was a timeshare all season with Damian Harris, and but looked just as capable as Harris while also offering more to the team as a pass catcher. In the games in which he played, at least fifty percent of the snaps he recorded, twenty-four cut touches for 114 yards and two touchdowns. And then another 24 touches for 78 yards and 19 touches. And 19 touches for 107 yards and two more touchdowns. Sorry, that numbers was bad. Number salad. Yeah. Stevenson is going to get his shot this year to be the number one guy in New England, whether it is because of injury or just based on talent. Because we all know in a Bill Belichick offense, all you got to do is drop the ball once. Mm. And then next thing you know, Ramondre is the starter. Mm, it's very possible. All right. Plus, Hopefully. they're getting they're getting rid of White and a couple other guys on the yeah. offense. So, yeah. all right, I have Rashad Bateman, Baltimore. Uh, his rookie year got uh, started a bit late due to the training camp injury, and the production left a lot to be desired when he finally did take the field, as he generated a sixty four point nine PFF grade and one point two six yards per route run. Uh six two. 210 wide out did, however, shine at the catch point. Bateman attacked the ball in contested scenarios in college, and it translated into the NFL. He caught 10 of 15 such targets as a rookie. The 2021 first-round pick has stated how the IQ of the game was the biggest adjustment for him his first year in the NFL. Bateman had a tough time effectively separating on the outside in the NFL, but given his collegiate dominance with his release and route running, there's reason to believe that he takes a big jump in 2022 with a clean bill of health, bill of health and a stable quarterback situation. 
assuming that the MVP is back and uh, Lamar. No, yeah. not the MVP. The MVP. Well, the MVP of previous, I'm saying. Well, maybe the MVP for Baltimore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I think the NFL. The we move on to number six. Los Angeles Chargers wide receiver, Josh Palmer. Now, his breakout ability for me may have to go down a little bit now mm-hmm. that they re-signed Mike Williams. Yeah. But uh, even with that, uh, Palmer is bound to move into a prime spot on as one of Justin Herbert's top targets this year. Well, Because Keenan it, Allen is probably done. Well, so, as soon as Williams gets hurt, because he always gets hurt, <laughs> I mean... I mean, I had Palmer on my list too. I mean, that would be the true definition of a breakout star. Mm-hmm. Somebody mm-hmm. that's going to do something even though yep. there's the other studs there yet. Uh, in the three games in which Palmer saw 60% of the Chargers snaps on offense last year, he put up these three stat lines. Five catches, 66 yards, and a touchdown. Four catches, 43 yards, and a touchdown. And four catches, 45 yards, and a touchdown. So be somebody that you're going to want to keep your eye on. Josh Palmer, Los Angeles Chargers. Well, just let everybody else know I, I have. You already have them? I have them on my roster. So. Okay, well, so they have to make yeah. a deal. Yeah. Well, I'm not talking dynasty. I'm not talking like you're looking to draft Josh Palmer. You know, or. Oh, I'm or I have him in dynasty. So I, well, I know. I know you, you just do. Hang out. You just keep him on your bench and <laughs> wait till he's a stud. <laughs> Number six for you. I have Elijah Moore from the Jets. Now, a lot of people are going to say, oh, oh, wait a minute. He's not a breakout player. He yeah, broke out last year. Uh, no, he didn't. He had one good game, and then he got hurt. Yeah. So not a breakout. Uh, before he went down for the season, Moore was starting to round into the Jets' unquestionable number one receiver. In his final six games, Moore averaged 5.7 receptions and 76.5 yards per game. That equates to 96 catches and 1,300 yards if extrapolated out over a full 17-game season. Uh, He did it all while playing over 70% of the snaps uh, split wide despite playing almost exclusively in the slot at Ole Miss. And here's the big catch. With a Zach Wilson emergence. And there will be an emergence. We're assuming that there is some point that Zach Wilson is actually (laughs) going to play like an NFL quarterback. Uh, Moore should be a 1,000-yard receiver easily. All right. There you go. Number five. We got a lot of receivers on this list. We do. Gabriel Davis, wide receiver, Buffalo. Now, he spent most of his rookie season behind Emmanuel Sanders on the depth chart. And uh, that move seems crazy today, but it did happen. In the six games in which Darby played 50% of the snaps, he averaged 59 yards per game and caught four touchdowns. Plus, in the playoff game for Buffalo... What do you have, 200-some yards and four touchdowns? Who are we talking about? Gabriel Davis from Buffalo. Oh, I thought you said Darby. I'm sorry. No, no, not Darby. He's my, okay. he's, he's coming up. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, he was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, he also made a huge, like I said, in the, com- in, in the postseason, 41 yards and a touchdown in a wild card game, and then put up, like I said, 201 yards and four touchdowns in the shootout against Kansas City. He's going to be a must-have on your fantasy drafts uh, boards for 2022, unless you're in a dynasty league and somebody has them, you know, like me. Well, especially if they get rid of uh, Mr. Anti-Vaxxer. 
Yeah, then they're talking he's gone. Yeah. Cole Beasley they, they and gave, Emmanuel Sanders are probably gone. They gave uh, Beasley the ability to go seek a trade. Yeah, there so, you go. Good luck. And like, saying bye-bye. Good luck. Number uh, five for you. I have Mr. Justin Fields. Yes, you're welcome, Justin. Um, as bad as the situation was in... Exactly. <laughs> as bad as the situation was in year one for Fields, he showed a lot of promise in the Windy City with his arm talent and 4-4 speed. Field recorded a 6.1% big-time throw rate and 14 explosive runs of 10 or more yards, both of which were fifth amongst quarterbacks for 2021. Fields rarely put the ball in harm's way from a clean pocket, as evidenced by his fifth-ranked 1.4% turnover-worthy play rate on clean pocket dropbacks. If it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a banner year is, for is the rookie. Is that one of those things where stats can be misleading? No, I, <laughs> I don't think so. I, no, I think, no. Well, I think, I think if if you read into all the things that he did well, yeah, and then what the team actually asked him to do was the exact opposite. Like stay in the stay in the pocket. It'll be fine. Yeah, we don't have anybody blocking for you, but yeah, stay in the pocket. Keep getting hit. Yeah. And then like, okay, uh, Nagy just didn't have a freaking clue. Um, uh, It wasn't a banner rookie campaign, but he still showcased the traits to be a star quarterback. So I I feel with any kind of different offense, he's got to be better. Um, The only thing against him is he – Used to play for Ohio State, and yeah. now he plays for the Bears. Yeah, so those are two strikes against him already. Exactly. <laughs> Number four for me, Frank Darby, wide receiver, Atlanta. Another wide receiver for you. There you go. Yes, there you go. Frank Darby was a sixth round pick for the Falcons last year, and barely saw any playing time. I like his chances in twenty two much better with Calvin Ridley. You know, done. Mm, that's true for this year. Yeah, and then the word about him is. Uh, you know, he was looking to be traded and was possibly being traded, but no, no. Not going to happen. And yet. then you also have Russell Gage, Olamide Zacchaeus, and Tajay Sharp hitting free agency. Oh, all those guys? Are yes. Right? Wow. Now, I'm not I'm not saying Darby is going to be the next coming of Devontae Adams, who was also, what, a sixth-round pick? Uh, it was a later-round pick. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly. But with all the upheaval on the Falcons' offense this offseason, if they could find a quarterback... Darby could be a bright light that you should be able to draft late and get some nice production from. There you go. Darby. Frank Darby. Sorry, I'm, I'm looking up Devontae Adams. Uh, oh, draft? You do your guy and I'll find Devontae Adams. I've already got it all typed in. Okay. Do, 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 do. I think he was a six-rounder. Let's see here. I'm not going to bet on that because I only bet things I know I'm going to win now. Nope. Speaking of that. 2014 round two, pick 53. He was not a second rounder. Was he? Oh, wow. I'm glad I didn't make a bet on that. I didn't. Because uh, you know what that would have been. I thought he was earlier. I didn't think he was a second. But... <laughs> That's what I would have gotten on that. Uh, you get you get what you Damn. deserve. Six. I thought he was. Oh, well. Yeah. Okay. We're all I shocked. can't be right all the time. No, it's you know. that would be become boring. <laughs> but yes. one thing I was right in, Justin's gonna owe me five dollars. Oh. Rainbow bet came true for me. Oh signing signing. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yes. He said it was his final year, right? Yes. Okay. Crazy. See, you're already starting the year off. I'm, yeah, money, money and all. <laughs> money in pocket. Money, 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 money. <laughs> 
I can't sing that though. That's, all right. Number four for you. Uh, Mr. Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Uh, file this one under no duh. <laughs> I look no further than the 85.1 passing grade in the upset win over Indianapolis Colts in their top 10 defense in week 18 to see what Lawrence is capable of. Outside of that, there uh, really wasn't too much in the way of positive takeaways from his rookie season because he had possibly the worst coach in NFL <laughs> history. But uh, you know, let's not get let's not get sidetracked. Six gun fingers, <laughs> six shooter. Between one of the ugliest coaching situations in recent memory and a banged up supporting cast, uh, Lawrence wasn't uh, put in near the situation to succeed that he should be in the upcoming season. All right. Number three for me is the guy you had at number 10, number another wide receiver for me, Rondale Moore, Arizona. Uh, he spent last year as a part-time player, like you said. Over his first two games of his career, he recorded 11 catches and 182 yards over two games. He should be a breakout this year with the likely subtraction of A.J. Green in the receiving court for the Cardinals. I like uh, Rondale Moore taking on a larger role with the Arizona offense. You're number three. Okay. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna get into a tiebreaker situation Uh-oh. here. I, I got a I got a Dan homage. Okay. Uh but first, uh my is this number three? Yes. Number three is Chris Evans, Cincinnati. Okay. Now again, he was two years ago, but I'm I'm using the COVID excuse. Okay. Well, um that's fair. No one said um, he couldn't. Evans is simply too good of a receiver to be kept off the field in the upcoming years for Cincinnati, the twenty twenty one sixth round pick. Oh, he was a 2021. Uh, Flashed his pass-catching chops as a rookie this year with an 82.4 receiving grade and 2.16 yards per route run. He has only played 103 snaps, but that number should increase next year with the ball skills and the strong athletic profile. The running and, and what we'll also put in the fact that uh, Joe Mixon can't seem to stay healthy. <laughs> yes. Uh, the running back put on a clinic in last year's Senior Bowl. This breakout possibility has a lower floor than perhaps anyone else on the list, uh, but his ceiling is high. My number two guy is a guy you had a little earlier, Elijah Moore with the Jets. Okay. Look at that, another wide receiver. Huh. Hmm. Now, technically, this guy should not be eligible for the. Uh, breakout stars list because he wouldn't have been if he wouldn't have got hurt yeah the whole injury thing yeah and uh lost for the season at the, after 11th game uh he finished the year with 538 yards in 11 games and uh a 12 and a half yard receiving average in his final six games he was also averaging over 11 receptions per game and 76 plus yards per game and that was with a team not having a solid starting quarterback. Yeah. Um, and that would equal out for the whole season if he was not injured. <clears throat> 96 catches and over 1,300 yards. I think I said that. Yeah. I, I know you did. I'm just saying. Okay. You're just reiterating. Exactly. It. Okay. Gotcha. So with Zach Wilson, another year of experience, an easy 1,000-yard season on the books for Elijah Moore. You're number two. My number two is a tie, and that's due to the... COVID? No, this is science. due to, due to injury. Okay, okay. Due to injury. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, Baltimore, was out for the entire season after 
uh, was it ACL blowing his yeah. ACL in the practice pr- in the practice. Um, I have him as a massive breakout candidate. They've lost marking or didn't lose marking or they got rid of Mark Ingram. Mm-hmm. Um, they still have Gus the bus, <laughs> but I still think Dobbins is going to be a pass catching machine and a runner without, uh, without many equals in the NFL. Uh, one of his equals would be DeAndre Swift from Detroit. And now you could argue that Swift has already broken out for the Lions, but injuries have kept him from hitting his true ceiling the last two years. On a per-game basis, he averaged the 18th most fantasy points among running backs in his first year and increased that to the 10th most this campaign. But that's only on a per-game basis because he can't stay on the field. If he can stay healthy and Detroit can improve its offense, uh, Swift will take his game to another level and become an elite fantasy producer, and I believe that will happen. All right, which brings us to number one. I think we probably have the same guy. Well, I have two guys. Oh, you have a tie at one also? I have a tie at one also. All right, well, I think one of your guys is probably my number one. I think you're correct. Javonta Williams, running back Denver. Now, this is probably one of the most obvious picks there's ever been in one of these lists. Easiest thing I had to do. (laughs) Uh, However, I have to admit, I might have been a year behind on this. I thought he was going to be the stud last year in his rookie season. Mm. I thought Melvin Gordon was going to be gone, uh, but that didn't happen. Yeah, I do believe that will happen this year. Gordon is going to be a free agent in this year, and I just don't see the Broncos re-signing him. That means the timeshare that we were in last year will be no more. Didn't the Broncos just sign um, the guy from Cleveland? Oh, I don't know. The, the third stringer from Cleveland who had two really good games because Chubb and... Um, were her on the COVID list? Yeah, well, yeah, whatever they were. Yeah. But... Um, Chubb and uh, Lamar... No. Is it Hunt? Yeah. Lamar Hunt, yeah. Yeah. Hunt. No, not Lamar. No, Kareem no, Hunt. Kareem Hunt. <laughs> Lamar Hunt, the yeah. owner of the Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> back in the day. He's got to make some money. <laughs> oh, man. Gordon finished the season last year with the 15th most carries in the NFL and finished the season with the second most broken tackles. He had 903 yards rushing and four touchdowns. I'm going to say this year, bold prediction, Javonta Williams will finish the season over 2,000 rushing yards. Is that bold? Yeah. That counts as a bold? 17 games. That's over 100 yards a game. And they don't run as much as they used to. Yeah. And now with Russell Wilson. Yeah. yeah. Over 2,000 rushing yards. Bold yeah, prediction. That's definitely bold. Put it up there. <laughs> Your number one tie. My number one tie. Well, I'll I'll just tag team you on the Javante Williams. I think he's going to be the number one guy overall. Now, again, it's a little bit of maybe being cheating a little bit but um <laughs> um he went for 903 yards as a rookie but that compels in comparison to what he could do in 2022 right uh with melvin garden uh, melvin gordon the third hitting free agency and uh the time here in denver will be no more and uh, this guy can really shine and with as you mentioned, with the 15 most carries in the NFL last year, Williams finished with the second most broken tackles at 63. So. 15th, 15th most, most carries, and he wasn't even the starter. Yeah. 
That's, that's, that's pretty good. That's going to, I mean, he definitely showed that he could be the workhorse. Yeah. That was the concern because he came out of North Carolina with split in time with Michael Carter. Right. So I, I think they're going to let him run, but okay. Here's my number one guy. Okay. <sighs> CEH. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I just kidding. <laughs> Uh, but might be the second coming of CEH. I have uh, Travis ATN. <clears throat> I did not have him high on my list until I looked at the situation and uh, his teammate, James Robinson, who should rightfully be the starting running back, uh, has a torn, had a torn ACL in December. Oh, so, so he's not going to be there. No, he will not be ready for a while. So they're going to have to rely on ATN. So he's going to have not to as produce. a receiver. No, as a running back. Yeah. Uh, so the, he's a first-round pick, missed his entire uh, debut campaign after having Liz Frank surgery, which scares me, but it's not as big as an issue as it's been in the past. So he's waiting that to fully heal before getting back on the field. It's easy to forget, but ATN was one of the top running back prospects in last year's class, offering high-end breakaway speed and an extensive pass-catching resume, so much so that his coach wanted to turn him into a wide receiver. Oh, um, I'm so glad he's out of the league. And as I said, Jacksonville's going to need him more this year because their starting running back, James Robinson, is not going to be there probably at least till halfway through the season. At, at, at best. Yeah. So. Yeah. There you go. The top 10 list, or in, or in Wayne's case, top 13. Uh, yeah, probably. I, you know, I got, <laughs> I, I got to bring back Shades of Dan every once in a while. 2022 second year breakouts <laughs> for fantasy football. Make sure you uh, keep track of that list because they may be, how, how do you say, prescient? Is that the word? Prescient? Prescient? Yeah, prescient. Is that is that the right word? I don't know. Soothsaying, soothsaying. There you go. That's better. Stop, stop with stop the five dollar words. Yeah, just, yeah. just use the words we know. <laughs> they might be smart. And uh, Zach, um, this is the kind of content that we will be putting up on um, oh. Twitter. There you go. We will put our we will put our top ten lists. We'll be putting our polls. We'll be putting our contests, etc. We're going to start trying that out next week. Okay. Uh, so keep your eyes peeled for it. Let us know if we're doing a good job getting it out there because it's all new to us. And oh, yeah. we'll go from there. And we're really old. Yeah. So it may not be like, as pretty as a TikTok dance video. No, no, not at all. <laughs> but it'll be at least as funny. <laughs> and with that, what's going to help it make it more funny and maybe a little more creative We'll be in the club drinking and doing ah, it. Ah, there you go. In fact, I kind of miss when when listeners would send in ideas for fantasy girls. Oh, yeah. Hasn't happened in a while. But Justin. Yeah, I, give, I, give us I, a suggestion. I haven't been watching any new shows, so I haven't had anything to. I wanted. I I do have one for you. Okay. I found her name and I found uh, pictures of her. Okay. But the pictures of her and the picture that I know of her uh-huh. are different. Do not even look close. Okay. It's the girl from the Colgate commercials. Colgate commercials. Yeah. Off to look at this. 
I'll 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 show you off. off. All right. Uh, there was somebody I was trying to do somebody not a model this week. Uh oh. Because I I have a kind of a favorite right now that. But how it, how was it in the deep end? It was great. <laughs> um, I can just see you flailing away. Like, I can't swim, <laughs> but I like it a lot. <laughs> no, have you ever you ever watched Good Morning Football? Uh, I have randomly. The the female host that kind of like keeps the show going, Kay Adams. Okay. I, I mean, I know oh, what you're talking about. Oh, my goodness. But I just couldn't find enough pictures of her. Oh, okay. But, that, uh, that, that is a problem with some of the yeah. people you're looking for. It's like, yeah, yeah. They, they're, they're smart. They have nothing out there. Yeah. It's like, okay. I'm like, you should. Yeah. Yeah, Kay Adams would have been our fancy girl this week, but but no. Couldn't. Because I, I tried. Mm. So this week, we go back to the bottle pool. And uh, you can check her out on the website, cffpodcast.com, on the Fantasy Girl page. Her name, Helen Lindis. Helen Lindis Griffith. Do, not ringing any bells. No. I'm looking through my, my model Rolodex, and I don't, <laughs> no, don't, don't have her don't, in there? No, no. She was born August 17, 1981, in Girona, Catalonia, Spain. Oh. She's a Spanish model and actress. She began her modeling career in Barcelona. Of course. Barcelona. <laughs> at the age of 16, and soon moved to Milan, and then Paris. Lindis has appeared in campaigns for guests, L'Oreal, and Ralph Lauren, among others. She has also starred in the films The Other Side of the Bed in 2002, Sex and Lucia, 2001, and Intacto, 2001. They were all Oscar winners. Of course. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> they're, they're being replayed at the theaters right now. <laughs> <laughs> Helen was named Miss Spain at the age of 18. She also was featured in a campaign for Nespresso alongside George Clooney. Oh, okay. Remember when he was doing those commercials? Yes, I do. She's married and has one child. The Spanish model and actress stands five foot ten and a half inches tall. She weighs 137 pounds. Helen has dark hair, dark brown hair, and green eyes. She wears a size two dress. Oh. And her measurements are. Hmm. And Wayne, as we know, always starts with the waist. Always starts with the waist. Uh, and I'm going <clears> to <throat> say, um, now, the again, the photo on the right to me looks like a completely different person. Does it? Um, she's thinner. So I'm assuming that's probably pre, younger. Pre, pre-baby. <laughs> I'm guessing. Okay. That's probably wrong to say with women <laughs> listeners, but sorry about that. I apologize. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say... 24. Close enough. 23. Dang it. Okay. I would have said 23 on the right-hand one, but the two on the other side. Okay. All right. So we're going to say... Chest. I'm going to say 34. Close enough. 33. She's a 34B. Wow. Good thing I went with my instincts. There you go. And <laughs> hips. Um... I got nothing showing the the back end. Yeah. So I'm going to have to totally guess. I'm going to say 35. Close enough, 34. I got, I got three close enough, Dan. <laughs> 33, 23, 34. Helen Lindes, your fantasy girl of the week. And that's it. We're going to have another week off and then 
we start again. We're going to review the the NFL Combine. And we promise that we will not talk to you at all about Aaron Rodgers' contract <laughs> that when he hasn't he, signed yet. When he finally signs <laughs> it, and they come up with the baloney numbers. Oh, I'll and, be I'll be talking about it when it's proven <laughs> that I'm right. Well, I think I think we'll we'll have to go back and check the tape and see what we agreed <laughs> on, and then we'll we'll just say. I was right, you were wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna sing the I, I was, was right, right song. So Dave will be singing that to me, <laughs> and then we'll move on with our lives. Oh Lord. And we will never oh. speak of Aaron Rodgers again. Do we want a Mountain Dew bed on this? Sure. Gingerbread? Uh, no, no. <laughs> six, a six pack. Uh, if you uh, win, you get Mountain Dew Zero. Okay. I win, I get uh, regular Mountain Dew. Really? Yeah. Just a regular Mountain Dew guy. So, so what are what are the parameters now? Okay, so. It, it has to be. Oh, we said the the um, contract had to be. Cap friendly. Cap friendly. Okay. Team friendly. Okay. For this year and the future. Okay. That's what we said. All right. That's it. That's. So if it isn't, you win. Now, who's going to determine this? That's a good Well, Are you I going to let the Adam Schefters of the world? I, I, I was going to just say, I'm like, I hate to hand this off to the freaking talking well, I mean, knuckleheads. Once it's really out there, they'll they'll be able to determine because yeah. they'll know more than you'll we ha- do. You'll have somebody that's a capologist so, yeah. person saying, okay. yeah, oh, geez, the team's going to be hamstrung for the you know yeah. foreseeable future. Or I will go with that if you're all right with that. I'm all right with that. You're all right with that? You can bring your people i will bring my people and we'll we'll head to arbitration <laughs> that's right you get three bottles i get three bottles <laughs> not not like not like the nb or the nmbl mlb mlb whatever yeah. those stupid idiots are <laughs> the millionaires fighting the billionaires yeah. uh, and neither one wins yeah who loses the fans, the fans as always <laughs> all right well so that's what we'll do next next episode news and notes update on the aaron Rodgers bet and then we'll also have a fantasy girl and we'll also have, should we do who we like at quarterback for rookies? It won't take that long. We could probably do quarterback and running backs. Yeah, for rookies. There's only a couple of rookie quarterbacks, right? Yeah, there's not much. There's not much out there. Rookie quarterbacks and running backs from the from the. And look for this on Twitter. We will be posting this on Twitter some way, somehow. Yes. It may be upside down. It may be sideways. We're not sure. But but don't look at it as soon as you listen to the show. Give us a week or so. Yeah. You'll have to follow us, too. We'll, and, well, hopefully I can still get the old Twitter handle back at CFF underscore pod. Yeah. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. All right. More to come on the next episode. Uh, before then, though, check out the website, cffpodcast.com. Questions, comments, concerns, use the Mission Barbecue email, cffpodcast at hotmail.com or the Mountain Dew Spark fan line, 414-520-8249 for your text messages or voicemails. But until then, two weeks from now, people, be good. See ya.